The Boston Bruins will be without David Posternock and likely Hampus Lindholm for tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get anybody but the Toronto Maple Leafs vibes for a hoped-for first-round opponent. going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a TGIF episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at LockedNHLBruins. Search up Locked On Boston Bruins on YouTube to subscribe to that channel, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Uh, lifelong Bruins fan, been rooting for this team all my life, that would suggest lifelong fan, uh, but have been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years, and today I'm rocking the uh, vintage feel hat that my parents bought for me at the pro shop when they visited Boston a few years back. Now, the Bruins, not at home, they are in Florida to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. David Pasternak had already been ruled out uh, after not taking part in practice on Thursday. He remains day-to-day with an undisclosed injury. Head coach Bruce Cassidy said he doesn't think he'll be out for a while. Uh, he's still on the road trip. Um, if they thought it was long-term, they would have sent him home possible he could be ready for Sunday's game against the Washington Capitals. Uh, Defenseman Hampus Lindholm, uh, he did not practice on Thursday. Uh, He was not officially ruled out for tonight's game. Uh, They were hoping to get him on the ice and see how he feels, but per the practice lines, Posted this morning by Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic. Doesn't look like he's going to play. The defensive pairings will be Mike Riley, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, Brendan Carlo, Derek Forbort, Connor Clifton. So without getting practice yesterday, no morning skate. It's very doubtful that uh, Lindholm, who exited Tuesday's game against the Red Wings with a lower body injury, will be in the lineup tonight. On the positive side of things, uh, Trent Frederick appears to be back and ready to go. Uh, He'll be back on the third line with Charlie Coyle and Craig Smith. Fourth line, back together again with Nick Foligno, Thomas Nosek, and Curtis Lazar uh, playing on there. It'll be Mark McLaughlin who will get a look on the second line beside Eric Halla and Taylor Hall. Um, Cassidy said he's definitely a guy that can shoot the puck. 
He's made some small area plays that have been encouraging and um, gives them a little bit of a net front presence as well. They used Nosek there the other day. Um, and he wanted to, yeah, put him back on the fourth line to give the bottom six kind of that pre-playoff, into the playoff look. And uh, yeah, it'll be McLaughlin who will get the opportunity in just his third career game to skate in the top six. He said he's got an opportunity to play with two really good players who have high-end skills, trying to build a little chemistry. And um, Cassidy said if you watch him shoot the puck, he can shoot the puck past the goalie on a consistent basis. That's what Pasta does. He shoots. He makes plays. Having a guy that shoots the puck could put him in a position to have some success in a higher spot in the lineup. He's a natural centerman, and there's some different responsibilities that come with playing the wing as opposed to center. Uh, but he does have a bit of experience playing the wing at the end of his BC career at the Olympics as well. And it involves a commitment to winning wall battles, being in the shot lane, and um, he feels like he is up to the task. In net, it will be Linus Allmark who gets the call uh, with Jeremy Swayman struggling a bit as of late and Allmark really rising um, to potential playoff starter here for the Boston Bruins. This will be a big test for Boston. The Tampa Bay Lightning right there uh, with the Bruins in terms of fighting for third, trying to keep up with the Leafs for second in the Atlantic, down to the first wildcard spot. I believe they will be without uh, defenseman Ryan McDonough. Uh, he could play Sunday against Buffalo. He's day-to-day -day as well. So that's a big hit on the blue line for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, both teams, like I said, competing for that third place in the Atlantic first wild card spot at the moment. Boston, Tampa tied in points, tied in point percentage. Boston plus 33 goal differential compared to plus 31 for the Lightning. Uh, the Bruins have the tiebreaker at the moment because they have more uh, regulation and overtime wins. 42 compared to 41 for the Lightning. Lightning really struggling as of late as well. 4-5-1 heading into this game. Bruins are 7-3 over their past 10. The question is, do you want to face the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round? Or do you want to face, at present, the Carolina Hurricanes in the first round? Uh, that's a big question and I'm kind of leaning towards the Hurricanes over the Maple Leafs because of how well the Maple Leafs have been playing as of late. We'll talk about that in a moment, but first a quick word about Built Bar. Have you tried their puffs yet? If you haven't, you've been missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting offerings. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. 
marshmallowy, not just a protein bar. They're really a treat as well. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're low calorie, high protein, uh, low sugar, low carbs, and compare them to a candy bar, you're getting great tasting protein bar that is also good for you. And that's what they're all about. They're all about taste first. They make it delicious, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast, free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube, so please do subscribe to the audio and video uh, offerings. Also check out the Locked On Now podcast, which is a daily recap of all the previous night's action uh, with the help of our local experts. So the Bruins right now, they're in the uh, third place in the Atlantic Division. And they would be in line to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round of the postseason. We all know these two teams have history in the postseason, playing three times since 2013, Bruins winning in Game 7 each time with home ice advantage. As it stands, the Maple Leafs have a five-point advantage on the Bruins, Boston does have a game in hand, but looks as though the Maple Leafs would be hosting the series this time around. They also have a plus 55 goal differential compared to Boston's plus 33. And they also have perhaps the best American-born goal scorer ever in Austin Matthews. He set the franchise record for the Maple Leafs last night by scoring his 55th goal of the season. And then he added number 56 in overtime to give uh, the Maple Leafs the win over Dallas. He's the third U.S.-born player to score 55 goals in a season, joining Jimmy Carson, who scored 55 for the Kings in 1988, and Kevin Stevens, who scored... um, 55 for the Penguins. He passed both those guys, obviously, with his 56th in overtime. Um, He leads the NHL in goals. He's trying to become the first player since Steven Stamkos in 2012 to hit 60 goals in a season. Uh, Earlier this week, Lightning head coach John Cooper said he wouldn't be surprised if Matthews hits 70 at some point in his career. Now the Maple Leafs aren't a one-player team. They also have uh, Mitch Marner, who's playing at a very high level, very good defensive forward as well. He's got uh, four, or sorry, three shorthanded goals on the season, Um, 89 points in 62 games. They 
beefed up their defense by adding Mark Giordano before the deadline. The one question about the Leafs is their goaltending. Uh, they had a really down period, but uh, Jack Campbell has returned, has been playing pretty well, although he did allow three goals on 18 shots last night against the Stars. But I just think Toronto's skill and speed could give Boston fits, as they did in a recent game between the two teams. That's not to say Carolina, Florida are easier outs than the Maple Leafs. I think all three teams have their strengths and weaknesses. Maybe it's just because I live in Ontario. I hear about the Leafs all the time. Don't want to be faced with another Boston-Toronto first-round scenario. Always awkward with the family. Uh, but just the way the Leafs are playing at the moment, I'm really reluctant to say bring them on. Um, if you look at the standings since March 1st, uh, you know, the Bruins still well up there. They're third overall since March 1st, behind only Florida and Edmonton, if you can believe it, uh, in terms of point percentage. Uh, again, since January 1st, the Bruins are second in total points, second, third in point percentage behind Colorado and Florida. Toronto in fourth behind uh, Boston. Carolina in seventh in point percentage. Uh, Tampa down in 14th. So best case is Toronto uh, goes to the top spot. The Bruins play the Panthers in the first round or they stay in the wildcard spot and play the Panthers. I would honestly love to play Tampa in the first round. They've really been struggling as of late. They have played so much hockey over the past few years. They're probably a little worn down. And um, honestly, I think they're vulnerable because of those two things. But um, at any rate, it's going to be a very tough out for the Bruins in the first round. I've been saying that for weeks. And hopefully they can get healthy. Need posture knockback. Bach, Poster knock, Bach. You need Lindholm back, and um, it's going to take a full team effort for the Bruins to beat anybody in the first round, much less win two rounds, three rounds, go to the Stanley Cup. Back in 2019, the Bruins really did benefit from that first round upset by the Columbus Blue Jackets over uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in round one. Let me know what you think. Hit me up at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins. What would be your ideal first round matchup? Who are you scared of playing in the opening round? For me right now, I would be reluctant to play the Toronto Maple Leafs, probably the Panthers as well. Uh, hopefully, we could get the Lightning or the Hurricanes. Um, 
Maple Leafs. 7-2-1 over their last 10. Florida's 8-2 over their last 10. Carolina only 5-3-2. And, um, and right now, that would be the first-round opponent for the first wildcard team. So as much as I want to beat Tampa, go in firing, I would not be upset to fall back to the first wildcard spot and play the Carolina Hurricanes. So if I were to rank them, I'd say Tampa first, as crazy as that sounds, then Carolina, then Florida, then Toronto. That would be my order of preference for who to play in the first round. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest developments, including this weekend's Masters Championship, odds for baseball, hockey, basketball, podcasts, reviews for all the different leagues this season at BetOnline.net. Your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to BetOnline.net today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're in your fantasy hockey playoffs, make sure to check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast hosted by Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. They'll help you get the edge over the opposition and help you win your league. Uh, again, check that out as your second listen every day after listening to Locked On Boston Bruins. Now, Michigan lost yesterday at the Frozen Four at TD Garden, uh, raising speculation that John Beecher may soon sign his entry-level deal and join the Bruins before the end of the regular season. Also hearing that Ohio State's Georgie Merkulov will be signing with the Boston Bruins. That's from Ryan Kennedy of the Hockey News. Skilled kid with 20 goals with the Buckeyes as a freshman. Uh, at Bruins Network added, Merkulov is as talented as he is determined to make plays with the puck on a stick, and most importantly, fills the back of the net. He watched every game he played this season. Very, very good signing with high potential. Um, skilled player. Merkulov. Uh, let me just look up his hockey DB page. He was not drafted. Uh, played for the Youngstown Phantoms last season of the USHL. 40 points in 38 games. 20 goals, 14 assists for 34 points in 36 games this season at Ohio State. A left-hand shot uh, board in Russia. Uh, Ryazan, Russia in the year 2000. So that could be an interesting signing for uh, the Boston Bruins. The Bruins do play as well on Sunday afternoon, so it's very possible that I'll be jumping on to record a bonus pod tomorrow based on what happens tonight. And uh, following that game against the Capitals, the Bruins will return home for uh, a tough game against the St. Louis Blues to kick off a uh, three-game homestand that includes next Thursday against the Senators 
and then a Saturday matinee next weekend against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, so, you know, the Bruins have uh, 12 games remaining on the schedule in advance of the postseason, which should begin probably, yeah, probably the first Tuesday of, of May, Tuesday or Wednesday that week of May. It's going to be very interesting to see with the Eastern Conference playoff teams wrapped up, where teams will slot in, who plays whom, and again, you heard me talk about who I would prefer to play at the moment. Tampa would be my number one choice, uh, followed by the Hurricanes, Panthers, and then I do not want to play the Maple Leafs in the first round. At some point, the Leafs are going to beat the Bruins in the playoffs. I'd rather it not be this year. I'd rather them get to the second round, if they're going to do so, not by way of the Boston Bruins. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast this week. I really do appreciate all the listens, all the support, all the downloads. I hope you have a great weekend. I'm excited for the game tonight. I'll be doing a two-screen experience as I'll be keeping an eye on opening day, Toronto Blue Jays in this case. Uh, Do check out the Locked On Red Sox podcast, though, for all the latest on the local baseball team. And maybe checking out Sonic 2 this weekend with the boys, watching Sunday's game. Uh, Halfway through Season 5 of Better Call Saul on that rewatch. And uh, maybe check out Tokyo Vice. Been watching the Larry Sanders show. Started a new John Grisham book. It's not supposed to be very nice weather this weekend. So just uh, hoping for spring soon. And uh, looking forward to watching the Bruins hopefully win both games this weekend. All right, friends. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you again on Monday here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.